My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. Oh, Julie, Julie, Julie. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to welcome you. And, and I'm not even clear what I'm doing yet other than, you know, this insight, this understanding that we've come across, that we've been both blessed to, to experience, I think it's the best thing since sliced bread. I mean, it, it's so radical. And so my, my, I guess my intention is one is I love hearing how people, like how this understanding, the three principles, this understanding has impacted their lives and insights that have really like just radically changed them. And I think that sharing them somehow, when people share them, people see something. And they kind of go look towards this, this space. And um, I I remember when we were hiking, I don't know if you remember this, and you had just gone to Michael Neal's program. And we were coming up the trail and you talked about creativity, that there were these creative geniuses and it impacted me so profoundly. And so I just want to hear what, how, what you've seen from this understanding. You know, Anna, it's so interesting. I feel like just when I think I've seen everything that I could see, I see something more, (laughs) (laughs) which is, is the amazing part of it. You know, like, I mean, everything from when I started to see this understanding of that we create life from inside of us, that we create every experience from inside of us, I wouldn't be married to Brad, you know, that if I didn't, if either one of us didn't have that understanding to see it, you know, that's one thing for sure. But I'll tell you most recently, cause you know, I've had this conversation with you about, it's interesting, I'm, you know, moving back to the East coast closer to my mom. And I think I've been getting more stressed about it that I'm going to be closer to her and feeling more like, God, I don't feel like I ever really forgave her for some things. And and I was thinking about it the other day and I'm like, I, I came to this place of like, oh my God, if I'm the one creating my experience, it's always to look with awareness, just what I'm feeling. Like I, I'm, I'm feeling angry and sad and And I'm the, it's like, it's so hard because it's such an intangible thing, you know, to talk about, but I could see that it's like, I'm creating that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What I just heard you say is you saw that you were creating the anger and the sadness in the moment. Yeah. About, and you thought it was your mother, but you saw that you were doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I know it's a past thing when I was feeling it, but it's like, 
no amount of processing or mental, like I was trying to figure out how do I, how do I forgive her more? How do I let go of it? <laughs> and if, if I've got, it's, if I'm holding on to this story about it, it's like forgiving her has nothing to do with, with her. It's like, how much am I willing to be free of that and live in the moment? And, and I also, I don't know what happened. I mean, memory is so slippery. <laughs> oh, wow, Julie. But I knew there was a little girl in me that wanted more love and that's it. There's a little girl that wanted more love and I have no idea whether she did everything she could in her power, probably she did that she could have the capacity for to do and that she loved me and it didn't match how I felt I needed it. And I created a story about it. Well, I, I, I think we don't understand as children where love comes from. Yeah. And I think, you know, what's been hard for me, I'll tell you, it's been really hard for me to accept my human neediness. <laughs> and you, you pointed it out to me how many years ago, and I was so mad at you. <laughs> the first time you said, you're, you're needy. And I'm like, F you. <laughs> it took me a long time to forgive you for that. I'm like, God damn it. My friend's telling me I'm needy. But I, it's like, I think I, I think what I see in the need is we're all we're all okay to need love as a human being. Oh God. I can just feel the purity of it when you say that. Yeah. The pure humanness of it. Of course we want our mother's love, our parents. We want that. And and, and my humanness is gonna have all sorts of ideas of what way that's supposed to look like. But the, but the reality is, like one is one, we are love, we're made of love. Two is nobody else's behaviors can or can't, you know, I, if I wanted to control everybody's behavior so that I feel love, like that's a effed up way to try to, <laughs> to feel love. You know, it's so interesting, Julie. I, I was talking to this woman, Paula Love. And her name is Paula Love, and she does coaching on relationships. In fact, she helped me. And, um, but we were talking today, and I realized I had made up when I was a kid that love was dangerous. So I've seen, <laughs> based on that reality and that understanding, is I've tried to control love coming in. because it looked dangerous to me. And if I could control it and what amount got in, then I would be safe and okay. Yeah. And that behavior of controlling it and not letting people in all makes sense if you make up the story that love is dangerous. Yeah. And those human stories that we have about love will never be satisfied. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're fleeting because it's like, I, I need you to do something to to feel loved. Well, that's kind of crazy. Well, it is, but if it looks like this is where the outside in, it's radical. That makes sense if we live in an outside in reality. Right. But that's what's the power of this once like, oh no, we live in an inside out reality and I'm made of love. So I have all the love I need at any time. 
Now, what's so beautiful is to share it. <laughs> I mean, we're swimming in it. <laughs> I have this image of doing the breaststroke. <laughs> stroke. We are. Yeah. I think that, um, so I, it's like I see more and more wherever I'm struggling, I think what's happening for me, especially like the past, I don't know, like over time, I'm, I'm more okay with shedding my human tears, and having like letting that be okay, but then falling back into like knowing that if I'm struggling or suffering, it's because I'm, I have an outside in perspective in the moment. Oh, wow. That I'm, ex I'm thinking that it's something outside of me that can, can harm me. And if I'm struggling, it's like, I sometimes just have to cry about it. <laughs> but then I get to come back to remembering that, that that's not possible. That everything is love. Yeah. The behaviors of aren't who we really are. So funny, yesterday I was playing golf with David and uh, he was helping me and uh, helping in quotation marks and I was getting so pissed off. And he told me my one ball wasn't my ball and I knew it hit a great shot. And I was getting so mad at him. And I had a lot of swear words in my mind and my head and, you know, like, and then I just, because I remember, I know this understanding, I could feel how angry and upset I was, and I had to feel it. And I'm thinking it's him. And when I quieted down and I could let it go for a second, I could just feel how much he loves me. You know, he's just wanting to be kind. And then I could feel how I was creating all this anger because, you know, my thinking that I'm not, you know, the whole of the stories. And it was just like, I got into a sand trap of thought. <laughs> it's interesting. It reminds me, and I don't know if this is what it was for you, but it reminds me a little bit of, and I don't know if I told you this or not yet, but it was just last week we had somebody here coming to, are the new buyer of the ranch come look at the ranch and Brad was I think did I tell you this that he was kind of stressed out a little bit but he was kind of he can get he can over talk get really excited about telling stories and sharing stuff and he can talk over me at times and I was so pissed off similarly I was just so pissed off and it took me a while to really come back and be like what am I so pissed off about and what I realized was like oh I believe the outside in part of me believes that my value depends on what he's doing or not doing. Wow. And it was so profound because I realized like that was another one I realized like, oh, my value has nothing to do with what he says or does. He could talk over me a million times and who I am, my value is as a human being has not, is completely independent of his behaviors and everybody else's behaviors. And it was so freeing to realize, because otherwise 
I'm trying to manage his behaviors, <laughs> which really doesn't go that well in a relationship. <laughs> but I get it. I don't know. Like, I think value for a lot of us, what people say and do, we think impacts our value or our worth. Yeah. 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 I was making it mean that David didn't respect me and, you know, all, all this stuff had nothing to do with that. Yeah. Nothing. And God, could we have gone to couples therapy and had a, <laughs> hours? <laughs> the old Anna. <laughs> well, man, managing each other's behaviors, you know? Yeah, like you have to do this so that I can feel this way. That's messed up. <laughs> well, it makes sense if you don't have this inside out understanding. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's so... It's so innocent. It's like doing the best you can. Do I, but you know, at the same time, it's that question, do I want to be right or do I want to be free? Well, I think it's, it, you know, Julie, I, having been around this understanding more and more, I didn't know the feeling between freedom and right. Like I would take the feeling of right, what it feels like to feel right, because I didn't know what that freedom felt like really. I mean, I'd take the movie prize because it was the best, it was the only world I knew existed. Like I'd forgotten that there was this world of walking around life and feeling really great and not having a lot on anything. Yeah. And just enjoying my life. I didn't know that was possible. I didn't know what it was like to be free. So what does it feel like to you? Cause I know what it, I could tell you what it feels like to me. What does it feel like to you? <laughs> There's a lot of this. <laughs> when I'm, when I'm really in it, like all, like all my people, like I'm just in it. I just feel a lot of love. I feel a lot of pleasure and enjoyment and delight. Almost, it's like um, the word delight. And I feel touched, like life touches me. <laughs> and I'm moved by it. How about you? It feels spacious and feels light. And I feel, yeah, like I feel like I don't feel so solid. I feel like I'm in, in flow of life. There's not as much me if, and, and in a good way. <laughs> there's, there's less control. There's more happiness. There's more lightness. There's more, yeah, be, I love what you said, being able to be touched. Yeah. Touched by the world. Yeah. Mm. Some, what were some of your biggest insights you've had about around this? I know you've had many. Like if you were just a, what's one that Oh God. Out? You know, I love it. You shared, like, I really thought when we got on this call, I really thought we'd go back to that hike and tell that story. Um, 
Well, tell me about it. What, I mean, because well, it's, no, no, it's funny because I really like the freshness of this. And so it has me rethink. I could tell the biggest, I think the biggest, like the life altering one was when I realized I was okay. Mm. I had done 30 years of work and self-development trying to fix me. All I learned that there was nothing ever wrong. And that was, that was so radical. Just so, um, I was driving out to the Point Reyes. I was in a car, I just finished Michael Neal's class. And I don't know where it came from, but it just hit me that all this work I had done, I didn't need it because I was always okay. I was trying to fix something that was, wasn't broken. I just thought it was. And I, um, the big one that I just had was with Paul Merck. We were hiking and it ties in with the okayness. I realize I've been hooked on people being exceptional. Like the outside things that they do make them exceptional, their achievements. And I just saw that's outside in, that all human beings are exceptional. Like the true nature of being a human being is we're exceptional and it's in there. Yeah. Every human being has something exceptional and wonderful about them. I just may not see it. Yeah. And that was really free. It just made me want to know more people. Um, not because of their credentials, but just because they're human beings. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah, that one excites me. So Julie, I have a question for you. What's that? Um, people, if they want to work with you, what, where do they go? Oh, well, all of my website's being revamped, but probably <laughs> it's probably the best place to start. Um, juliestewart.com and it's J-U-L-I-E-S-T-U-A-R-T.com. Everybody spells it wrong, so I have to spell it. Okay, great. www.juliestewart.com. Thank you. You're welcome. And is there anything in our closing that you want to share? I'd say for anybody who feels there's a struggle in their life, whether it's big or little, just keep looking to it. Look, just keep looking deeper. There's always more freedom. There's always more freedom by remembering that we don't have to fix the world to be free. Oh God. Freedom is always within inside. Well, thank you. That's what I would say. My, my words of wisdom for now. <laughs> I like that. I, I just want to thank you. Julie and I have been friends and cohorts in this understanding. We keep on grabbing each other's hands and throwing each other up and following each other through this life and journey. And so I can't think of a better way to begin this conversation and this, whatever this podcast is going to be, has been with you. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. I adore you. Yeah. And I love our seeing things together. Cool. Thank you. So much love.